T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Story. How sweet it is to be loved. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, and also hosts the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on these airwaves, 92.9 FM ESPN. On Twitter, at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff... How's it going? Good. What are you doing for your mother for Mother's Day? Uh, a gift. I'm sending it that way, but I'm going to have the future mother-in-law over at the house because we are we are we are states oh. away. But I will. I will. A FaceTime is probably in order. Probably. You, well, you're sending. What do you mean? You've either sent it or you're not sent. Did you? Well, send? It's, have it, you yes. Sent? It is. It is. It is sent. It is in the mail. It is. It is. You sent something. It should to your be mother. shipping here soon. Yes. When did you go? Like, have you always been good about Mother's Day? Yeah. For the most are you, part, are your parents still together? I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they're together. Because they're uh, together. because the one thing that, like, as a dad, what you do is you make sure that your kids like do Mother's Day, right? Yeah. Like, and then at some point, it becomes their own responsibility to do Mother's Day, right? Right. To, to remember and to get a card or get a gift or whatever. But when when, when they're kids, they they're very forgetful about it. When they're kids, you got to make sure your kids. Yeah, when did the switch? Probably in my teens. When when I when I finally took it upon myself, you think you were still in high school when you were taking on responsibility. When I when I realized when Mother's Day was coming up, yeah, responsible kid, right? Responsible. But the mother-in-law lives here. Yes, yes, very close to the house, actually, very very close. (laughs) Yeah, most people frown upon those things, but no, you know, she yeah, the space is still there. There's still space. You know, she's not over there every day, so that's well, good. That good. works out. That's good. That as, long, as long as you're, as long as you're, you know, doing your duty, yeah. appropriately taking care of everybody involved. Now you, uh, you professed your love for Arby's earlier in the week. I, I'm sure you remember that. Did you see the news that came out today? Unusual news: a dead body found inside Arby's restaurant freezer in New Iberia, Louisiana. You're gonna have. You have to. I did not hear that. Is that true? Well, a, you're, there you're, was breaking news for. There me. was this a is- dead body. Found inside in New Iberia, and then probably in Louisiana, they pronounce it differently. We know how that goes. Right. But in uh, Louisiana, they found a, a dead body inside the freezer in Arby's. This calls into question a lot of things for me, I have to say. <laughs> do we, do we Who have are we hiring at Arby's? Who are we hiring at Arby's? I mean, and also, what you're hoping is why is was it there in the freezer? There's a lot of meat there, I, 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 a meat product there. I, you know, I don't need dead bodies near it. No, I, that, that would not. It wouldn't make me more apt to go to the Arby's. Yeah. It wouldn't, but 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 um, 
also, I suspect, yeah, who knows? Who the hell knows why someone what, did they die in the freezer, or do you think they were they died and then someone said, "Oh, they they're they're still going through the process. They're uncovering an, an investigation." I think Connor Connor's the one who sent me the story, so I'm curious here, Connor. Do you have any details on this? Here's my theory: we have a Jimmy Conway Goodfellas situation going on. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Understood. That, that's the only. So they were storing it. They were yeah, storing, they were storing the, dead the body. They were storing the body. In the Arby's freezer. Well, that's probably fine. <laughs> You'd do the same? You'd do the same I there, know, Jeff? But I mean, it, pro- <laughs> it's I, fine. it probably did not infect the, the, the beef, then, right? I, I would hope not. I, but I, I, mean, I have I, to call you, it into question, in, don't you, I? You put things in your freezer, right? The steak and the ice cream. Whatever's in your freezer right now. What's in your freezer right now? Um, I, I have my frozen meat on one side and most of my dairy products on the other. I am okay, actually. So let me I'm, ask you this. Do you do you worry that one thing's gonna get, you know the the meat and the dairy products are gonna get mixed up somehow now? That's you, everything's right, nicely but, sealed up or whatever else. Yeah, but that's why I separate them. That's why I separate do you them. You really? Yeah. What do you mean your dairy? I, oh, dairy I, products. I have I have one of those pull out freezers. I have like the you know the, the it's pretty wide and there's two sides to it, so I sort of separate it that way. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I I'm that won't affect my it will not affect my choice. Two or not to go to an Arby's on a given day. Just not, I, maybe not, not going to New assume, Iberia, Louisiana. You probably won't it go might, to that it one. May, it may, uh, may, it may affect my ability, my my willingness to go to New Iberia. But but I'm going to assume that any Barbies I go to is not going to. Ha- I think they'll be extra careful now about having dead bodies <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> so you know that's like lightning doesn't. Gonna, are they going to send out a memo to all Arby's reminder, Arby's exactly managers right. and, and, uh, and employees? Reminder, no, yeah, I think you're. I think you're much less apt to have a dead body found in an Arby in the in, the, in a. It's, this would be the time to go to Arby's, probably more than any other moment. Now I'll say this: when I went to Arby's last, when I last went to Arby's, um, I was. It was the one on Union. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy the sandwich, but I swear to God, I was, it was, I was in that, it was one person in front of me in line and then one person behind me, or I would have backed out. It was 20 minutes, 20 minutes. I was sitting there like Ooh. 20, I placed, you know, my, uh, and, and there stinks. is, I, it got to the point, have you ever done this where I'm eyeing, I'd place my order and I'm eyeing the size of the curb to decide if in the little in the in the drive-through lane to decide. And I got a mini, I got an old minivan, so it's right. not. I'm not dealing with some four-wheel drive vehicle here. Just saying, should I, could I, go four-wheeling over this? And I, I just decided I was trapped. There was someone behind me. There was someone in front I, of me. I've had many of those thoughts. I my pop my various Popeyes visits in town. Popeyes. Popeyes, 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 Popeyes. I I always this is my this is my strong take on chicken restaurants, fast food chicken restaurants. If Popeyes had decent service, it'd be the best fast food chicken in the game. And I don't think it would be close. But their service is just wherever you go is so bad. You have to take into account the service as you're judging it against the here's the thing about waiting, is that it's funny, Kelly English put up a post on Facebook this week Uh where he said and of course, he has the beautiful restaurant Iris over right. there. He, it, it used to be down in uh, in Overton Square area, and now it's in East Memphis. And um, and there's obviously challenges. It's a fabulous restaurant, but there's challenges with getting you know everyone is understaffed or whatever else. And it's a much bigger restaurant. 
he said that someone who was grumpy about how long something was taking put his hands on him whoa because of frustration right and he said it wasn't out of violent but it was anger impatient like it was putting and i i certainly do not condone that in the end we're all in this together and i think what you do is if you get really frustrated by how long something takes you well first of all you 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 extend grace to people yes. you say you know what they're but then honestly if it just gets to be too much you just get up and you leave like in, in the end you say this is this is not for me and i think that's totally acceptable and i also know that i i am i am one of those who gets you know when i'm hungry impatience can hit me pretty quick you know well that's I, the thing that's, for me it's it's once i'm fine until i notice how long it's taken <laughs> right yeah. and that can sometimes be a long time it can sometimes be i'm sitting there for a long but once it clicks in that I'm, this is taking a long time. From that moment on, every second more that it takes feels like an hour. Because now you're so, all you're thinking about is how long the damn thing is taking, and now, this is ridiculous. And the and the anger, which I would never taking out by putting my arms my my hands on someone, but that starts to rise, and it really is. I don't understand putting your hands someone over service at a restaurant at all, but I do understand the frustration that underlies it. And in the end, at some point, waiting becomes just, I don't know. Now, the, the thing to do is to get up and leave. Let me ask you this. You're, you're not, I mean, you are, you are implanted here um, in Memphis. And for me, when I first moved to Memphis, there was a transition period um, where I, I noticed it sort of felt like in the service industry, the sense of urgency, the sense of urgency to get you seated and to bring your food is just not the same. I have gotten used to it, but did you have that same? And I know we're talking a while back, but did you have that same transition like I did? It's ridiculous. The service here is often just ridiculous. And it's just ridiculous. And I, But I don't know what that's a product of. I don't know if it's. I don't know exactly what it's a product of, but what's and honestly the most frustrating thing is when, and it's not just here, but it it's when the service is bad. If you look and the service is bad and you see the people behind the counter are just hustling, you know, they're overwhelmed. Yes, and it's different. Yes. But when you see them just <laughs> like as if you're not there, you're like, what is happening here? Like, you, you don't even seem to be bothered by the fact that there's 18 people lined up and you're just chatting away. Like it's you walk crazy. in and there's like 10 tables and various places to be seated and there's still a line up front trying to get seated. Yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's a common occurrence. But, yeah, no, I, there was a transition. I sort of chalked it up. I think it's just more of a southern thing, like the sense of urgency um, in, in, the, in the service industry is not as – not as high, maybe. Yeah, you think it's southern? You think it's a? Southern I think it's a southern thing. thing. Now, it's. I don't think it's just Memphis. If if that, you know, I don't think it's just the city of Memphis. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah like I don't know. Can. But there was that, that is something that was very noticeable upon my and move the fast to Memphis. food places. It is, and that's why back when we were dealing with vaccination, and they asked the folks at Chick Fil A to consult. The perpetual miracle is how, in this sea of nonchalance nonchalance, where people don't seem to care how quickly anything happens, how they manage to move those damn lines so fast. <laughs> it's it, Chick-fil-A is better because of the service. 
It is truly, it is, the food tastes better because of the my pleasures you get as you, as you escape the drive through line. I mean, there's no question about it. Not talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins. Um, NFL schedule release. I hear you think the NFL owns us, but I do want to know about what, what you think of the Bills schedule. I think 10 and a half, uh, 10 and a half wins is the over-under. Yeah, what's the amazing thing about the Bills schedule is if you are someone who is like, uh, the Bills have missed their window, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're on the downward slide, they've been past all of that, that may be true, and I don't tend to be an optimist, as you know, mm-hmm. but that's not what the NFL schedule would tell you. Like, they're on all the time. What's interesting is is that they have six national prime six primetime games maxed out, right? But that doesn't even count their uh, England game, which is really also a national game, right? And there's yep. no one else on at nine in the morning. And then I think they have one one o'clock. Like the Bills always used to play at one o'clock, twelve o'clock here. The Bills always in Buffalo. It's one o'clock. The Bills always used to be in the one o'clock like slot. No one needed to watch them. No one cared to watch them. Even Bills fans struggled to watch them. And uh, now, even when they're not in the Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football or whatever else thing, they are um, they're in that they're in the three o'clock slot almost every single afternoon. They have a lot of those games. Yeah, and it's because. They are a sick I mean, they just are. Like, after, after Kansas City, after Dallas, because Dallas is Dallas, I think they are on a tier with the Eagles. Um, you know, who else would be on that tier in terms of Bengals? We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maybe, but even, I think, more so. Like, they're, it's amazing. It's hard for me to get my mind around. They are a, um, you know, they're a, they're a primetime property. And what you yeah. just hope is that Josh Allen, I mean, not just for my sake, but for the sake of viewers, like when a team is on the TV that much, and then like what what happens if Josh Allen, you know, dislocates his shoulder, and then oh, you just, yeah. then you're then you're just watching crap every every and single week. I think they're doing this year with the NFL schedule. I think what is it twelve weeks twelve through seventeen? They're they're flexing everything. 
they, you can flex good games into those slots. I think it's Monday Night Football as well. Like you can flex good games into those spots if it's if if they find it worthy. Right, and that so. that makes sense, obviously, to to to, to do more flexing. So, um, and then you know, beyond that, like it's a tough schedule. Bills have a tough schedule, but but everyone in the AFC East has a tough schedule because a they play the AFC East. Yep. And it's interesting if you look at like the Jets are a glamour team this year. I don't think they're favored by more than a field goal till like two thirds of the way through the season. If you look at their schedule, like that Aaron Rodgers experiment, they're favored in some games. They're not favored against the Bills in the opener. Well, but they have a brutal schedule where we'll, we'll know early if they're if they're worth it, if they're good or not. Yeah, if, yes. if this is real. Now, obviously, the defense is real. Defense was real last year, um, and so we'll see. But. Um, yeah, that's a tough way to start. Patriots are really a uh, murderous schedule to begin with. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I haven't been a schedule guy particularly. I, I just assume, like, we already knew who every TV team yes. were playing. I, I find it, I find the spectacle. Reason, I got much tr- more into it this year. I, 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 yeah, yeah, but I find the spectacle of it just foolish. Like the way they've tried to do it on ESPN two two hour special. I don't need two hours. Yeah, I on don't schedules. watch it roll out. <laughs> I don't watch this. The, it's funny though. Like I watch the draft all three freaking days. Like right. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not averse to watching things that should be could be done in five minutes over a you know three day period. So, um, but it, I, so I didn't do that. But then once it drops, I do consume a lot of a lot of the news about the schedule. Um, and I yeah. I, I, I find it. I, I find. I guess I'm, I'm just looking forward to. I mean, we do really. We obsess with football in this country, yeah. and I'm looking forward to those, to those nights and those days. Um, now, do you have any thoughts on uh, the the commander sale finally being agreed to? Dan Snyder and Tanya Snyder. I mean, the the fact that the the punishment is they get paid out six point oh five billion. Always, it, it never. It, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't feel right. Um, yeah, but to have them out of ownership is is great. I think that's a good thing. It's a reminder. It's funny. I was sitting at, I did a, I gave a talk at a lunch yesterday and someone was talking to me about Robert Perra and they said, don't you wish that he was more visible? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I don't like <laughs> what, what right. matters as an owner is that you are not, it doesn't matter if you're visible. It, it, what matters is do you pay the dollars uh, the, the money required, like right now you look at the Raiders and most, a lot of their issues are in fact financial. Like they don't, yep. you know, they're not particularly well-funded. So you want an owner to be extraordinarily well-funded and you want them to hire smart people. And, um, and, and then it really does start there. It's, it's hard to flourish as a franchise without good ownership. Like Michael Heisley, God rest his soul, was a, a guy I liked who I could get on the cell phone and was very accessible and everything else. And he was a total loose cannon as an owner. And um, now he wasn't hateful uh, in the way that, that Dan Snyder has been hateful, but, um, but I, I think it, all of this should make you appreciate the fact that I think the Grizzlies really right now have, have very good ownership. And you can see how if you're able to, cause I lived in Washington DC for, uh, four years, five years after law school. Um, and that place was for a town that like, feels like it's a lot of transients. Cause you know, people are yeah. coming and going, depending on whether you're a Republican, it was obsessed with that. Oh, right. Uh, that, that market. So yes, I'm grateful that, 
that he's out. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I wonder how much we're going to figure out on the back end here. Right now, that we got a Mary Jo White investigation. Oh, right. They hid the Beth Wilkinson investigation. I, really I mean, I, I, I do. I, I, I told, I told Connor. I, mean, I think sure. a thirty for thirty, a thirty for thirty, or a, or a, at least the results of of what has happened behind closed doors all these years. I want to know. I really do. And I think yeah, people I'm, deserve sunlight, to know. Sunlight's a good thing. Sunlight's a good thing. And so, and I, I actually think he's probably more more people probably more apt and willing to bury him now that he's not in power. So maybe, maybe that will help. Um, but he's been, a he's been, he's obviously been dreadful. So yep. uh, it, yes, it's good. He's out. Um, now uh, NBA playoffs, we had uh, uh, the Suns get knocked out last night. Uh, you think Monty Williams will be safe? Or do you, I mean, we, we've heard the reports about CP three and, and Aiton potentially being on the trade market right. this off season. It feels like they need some, some major change because they only have two more years here of KD. Well, that's the problem, is that he's going to be – Katie will be 35 at the, when the next season starts. How many – and he plays 45 years, forty-five games a year, basically, yeah. over the last – something like that. So I, I know there were those people who wanted the Grizzlies to get him, um, you know, as, as if it were possible, because I don't think it was possible. But, um, but, but it really does create a short – a very short timetable for you for success for them and so yeah i think they, they just didn't have a once you got past you know their their uh, three or four best players they didn't have credible a credible they didn't have credible nba players and yep. then obviously aiden gets hurt and cp3 gets hurt and then you're doomed and so they just need more good players and it seems to me the logical piece nobody they can try to trade chris paul the logical piece is to trade deandre aiden and get pieces for him. Yeah. Um, but to me, the other thing that was, was striking was how it just reminds you that when your team loses, unless it's, you know, unless you're Sacramento that just had this first great year, yeah. when your team loses, you're going to be bitter, angry, resentful, blow it up. think there should be major changes. Like that's just the nature of losing. And as all of these teams bow out, we people will focus on their flaws, and it's a reminder that like you you might have felt grumpy about the way the Grizzly season ended, but the truth of the matter is, I'd much rather be a Grizzlies fan going forward than a Suns fan going forward. Um, I just think they're better positioned to yeah. be good well, in the next few years, and I think that's a it's a yeah. They they may have been the favorites for a while, the Suns, to come out of the West, but. A lot of good it did him, and now they're looking at no flex, no real flexibility to, to, to get better and at a very short timetable. I think there's some foils, too, with the other team that won last night, Nuggets, and, and how the Grizzlies could, could potentially build this thing up. It was trial and error. You have Jokic, you have uh, uh, MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., and you have Jamal Murray. They built around that, kept the same coach, and then you know they thought for a second Monte Morris and Will Barton could get them to where they wanted to. They realized, okay, no. We're going to trade those guys for Bruce Brown and KCP. They've filled roles. But, I mean, it's been it's been sort of up and down for for the Nuggets to get where they've been, and they've been the most consistent team in the Western Conference through the regular season, now through the playoffs. It just shows, sort of, and I know people hate hearing this, but the, trying to build up and, and trying to get to the level of success you want to, to be a championship level level team or championship caliber team, it's not it's not linear. It's you you have to build through trial and error at times with those role players. But if you keep that same 
the, those same three guys at the top for the Grizzlies, it's Jaron, John, Bain. You, you feel pretty good about what you have. I agree with that 100%. And honestly, it goes back to the Bills where we started this conversation is that, well, we started it with a dead guy in the freezer. But apart from that, we, the, 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 with the Bills, you, the point is you want to be good and competitive for a long window. And maybe at some point, you know, the stars will align. You keep building around the really good players you have. And sure, maybe this year will be frustrating, or maybe last year will be frustrating, but maybe two years. Like, this is a Denver team that, that, that I think they lost to the Lakers in the bubble, and then they lost to the Warriors last year, right? I mm-hmm. mean, at any point, you could have said, they're just not going to be good enough. So, what do they keep doing? They just keep trying. You know, they've dealt with injury. You're exactly right. Bringing in KCP was absolutely huge. Um, and a lot of people didn't love that trade when it happened. Um, but you keep tinkering with the formula, you keep taking enough shots at it, and one year might be the year when it comes together. And we don't know that this will be the year for Denver. Maybe right. they'll lose to Golden State or the Lakers next year. But I, I, I wouldn't pick it. I think they look. I think they are the favorites to come out of the West. Um, and it's impressive what they've done, and I will be rooting for them. And they kept patience, too. Like, that's the, that's the yeah. biggest part of this whole thing. Maybe not the fan base. Fan base, also whenever you get knocked coach, out. Same thing. Yeah. The head coach, they could have they said, fire Michael, Michael Malone. Hey, you're not getting us there, you know. And they said, yeah, no, we're going to stick with this. We're just going to keep trying. And and here you go. Uh, last thing for you, Lakers close it out tonight. Or are you just you're, – you're not picking. God, I hope you, so. <laughs> I know, me too. God, I hope <laughs> so. This is, the, this is the night. Um, it does feel like, though, like I, I – if they lose tonight, I do not give them much chance to win the next one. So this is the game. And uh, I will never – I, I used to hate the Lakers. When I was in Boston, I, I had season tickets to the Celtics, so I truly hated the Lakers. And and I don't think it, until this last two weeks, I don't believe I've ever rooted for the Lakers in my entire life. <laughs> and uh, so it's been interesting. And I will stop soon. But yeah, this is the this is the most devout I've ever been as a Lakers fan. Then we go straight. And if the Lakers get through, we go back to let's go Nuggets. Right? I mean, it's yes. oh, no, yeah. flip 100%, 100%. immediately. 100%. Yes, for sure. Uh, 100%. Well, Jeff, yeah. you have a good weekend, man. Appreciate you it. You too, man. See ya. Bye. That's Jeff Calkins, columnist at Dave Memphian. Also, he's the host of the Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, let me tell you about my favorite place to go in town. That's Oxbow. Two-story storefront off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station. They try to hook you up, too. They have the crawfish truck right there. Again, I always tell people, make sure you eat the crawfish after. You didn't get done shopping. If you're getting some nice clothes, you don't want to get that crawfish juice all over those clothes. But Oxbow is the family-owned and operated retail store that has been making waves in East Memphis for over a decade. They have new arrivals right now. Memphis-themed gifts and tees, vintage vinyl for music lovers, sports memorabilia for the diehard fans. I mean, go in there. That sports memorabilia, if you're into collecting, is beautiful. They have cards for you. They have rookie cards that you can buy straight up of some of the best players on the Grizzlies. They have signed memorabilia. I told uh, I told you guys about the Muhammad Ali signed boxing glove they have over there. They have so much for you if you're a diehard fan. And also, they have hunting and outdoor gear for the adventurous souls. They have Memphis Tigers garb, SEC favorites there as well. Make sure you get over there. So their top summer brands, Genteel Apparel. I have shorts. I have shirts. I have latched onto Genteel like you wouldn't believe. For even my big body, it fits well. It's very good. It, it, it's it's fantastic. And also for smaller, medium, Genteel works just as well. But they also have Free Fly, Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine. Get over to Oxbow. Again, it is off of Poplar on June Road. 
behind the Amico station. Whether you're searching for that perfect outfit, unique gifts, vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, hunting and outdoor essentials, Oxbow has you covered. Go to shopoxbow.com or, again, get over off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico station. Shop local. Shop Oxbow. Let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, there's a couple of games. We have to talk about tonight. We have Lakers and Warriors at 9 p.m., and in about an hour we'll have Heat versus Knicks. I'm going to tell you why I think the Lakers get it done on their home floor tonight to move along to play the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. You're listening to 92.9 FM ESPN. Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. This is the Friday music selection brought to you by Connor Dunning, executive producer here for the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. We're back. We're rolling. We have two games tonight in the NBA playoffs, and they're deciding, potential deciding games. We have the Heat up 3-2 at home, trying to close out the Knicks. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. That's going to start here in about an hour. Then we have Lakers-Warriors later at 9 p.m. First on Knicks versus Heat. Heat at home, really like my chances. I really like my chances. But I, I have to say, throughout this series, there's been a uh, – I mean, the, the Heat have just played harder. They've gotten to the teeth of the defense. They had the – especially in game four – they had they had just multiple putbacks in that fourth quarter, and I said the Knicks peed down their leg. They responded relatively well. Jalen Brunson had 38 but in game five. But is there a coach that is more on brand consistently than Tom Thibodeau? 48 minutes for Quentin Grimes and Jalen Brunson. The other, 48 minutes. It didn't take them off the floor for seconds. 48-0-0 is what their box score reads as far as minutes was concerned. It depends on what you think about Doc losing in game six. Well, like, okay, yeah. Does that count? Is that being on brand? Like, which one? But which, Tom, one? Derek, <laughs> which one is Derek more? Rose was having throwbacks in his head of just, like, the worst times ever. 48 minutes yeah, played. Yeah, for, fortunate son was playing in his head. And he was seeing <laughs> yeah, Vietnam. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he was wondering what the hell was going on. He had some PTSD moments there. But uh, 48 minutes. I'd imagine the same thing tonight. Right? Probably. It, it, yeah. was, it was relatively successful in game five, 112 103. Um, he'll probably do the same thing tonight, but it's on the road in the heat. Just to think about what they've, been, what they've accomplished heat culture. You have Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, very confident in what they can accomplish with a lot of undrafted players. Duncan Robinson has woken back up throughout this series, and he's probably saved. I, I was thinking about this Duncan Robinson with what he's been able to do in the playoffs so far. Has he saved some of his trade value? Now they could probably trade that contract in the grand scheme of things. He hasn't played a whole lot. He didn't play a lot down the stretch of the season, didn't get a whole lot of rotational minutes. But maybe, potentially, he could be of of use to somebody else. Um, But, no, tonight I I would predict the Heat to get over top of the Knicks. Um, It's just it it feels like a great closeout opportunity. If you have to travel to Madison Square Garden for a Game 7, I know the Heat have some edge about them, but that's, that's tough. That's tough. Now on the other side. Warriors-Lakers, 9 p.m., I think we're all in agreement. You want to see the Lakers get over top of the Warriors. Um, we have some injury news, though. LeBron, we know about his ankle and his foot. That's been a something you need to watch, but it looks like he's okay. But AD, after getting elbowed in the head by Kevon Looney, says he's feeling great. and He said he is. he's not in concussion protocol. Um, sounds like the Lakers training staff went by the uh, the, the – 
sort of thought process. You can't be in concussion, concussion protocol if we never try to put you in concussion protocol. But he says he's feeling great, AD. We call that the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because this is ser- that, that was a serious situation, but uh, we'll see how AD looks tonight. Um, but for the Warriors, this is where I'm at now. It, it feels like the Lakers are, are very, um, very likely to get the closeout. Andrew Wiggins, fractured cartilage in his ribcage. So he's going to be going. He's going to – Kavon Looney had it a couple of years ago. Same exact injury. It's going to be really hard for him. You know, getting up and down the floor is going to be laborsome. Um, and this is a guy in Andrew Wiggins. If you've paid attention to this series, he's really been one of their main contributors. Every single game, he's been up in double figures. He had 25-7, and 25-7-5 and five in, 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 the, uh, in game five. This is a guy they need to, to show up in a big way, and I don't really see it happening. But I think more so than anything, if you've been following the Lakers throughout these playoffs, they're undefeated at home. They're undefeated at home. They, 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 save, um, they save a little bit of juice for once they get back into the crypt. It feels like this is the perfect closeout opportunity for the Lakers. I hope so. I think that every single person, in, you know, I, I just I want the, the Warriors to be done. Like, can we just – can we have somebody else, please? You like, want to stick the fork in them? You please, just want it to be – Please, just let it be done. Just let it be done. I, I could not deal with – you know, if the, if the Warriors come back from 3-1 down, I just think I'm going to have to delete Twitter for, for forever. I just – it would – I need them to die. It's like you said the other night. There's some blood sacrifice that they did about 10 years ago, and we just need that to be done with. The now, NBA, the Wiggins, the Wiggins the injury is, is something that w- is going against them, finally. Something finally. Something that <laughs> seems to be – uh, working against them going into tonight in a in a elimination opportunity, but this would be, I mean, it's crazy to think about this. Most people know this statistic. This would be the first loss in the Western Conference playoffs in a series for Steve Kerr ever. That is that's an unreasonable stat. That's unreasonable. He's nineteen and zero in Western Conference series. He's nineteen and zero. They, when, when they have lost, they've gotten to the NBA Finals and then lost that way. This would be his first loss in a wow. Western Conference series over the years. Wow. And uh, the amount of consistency we've seen from them, I, I, I understand. But I feel like this is finally the year where they have, they have moved by the wayside. The defense is not the same. The bench is not the same. You know, two of the main three pieces are not the same. Well, that's why tonight the Andrew Wiggins question. I think you know it, the, he's very important. I think to the Warriors' offense, but more he's more important to their defense and their defensive rotations mm-hmm. and helping keep those perimeter players uh, for the Lakers a little bit under wraps. And so I'm curious to see what it would look like without him out there on the defensive end because we know that the Warriors really struggled at the end of the season in large part because Andrew Wiggins was away from the team dealing with the family family issue that was going on. Hope everything is okay there, but you know. He's so important to this team on the defensive side of the ball because they don't have that many perimeter defenders. Clay is not what he used to be. They have GP2, and he's a solid defender, but at the same time, you have to give up a little bit on the offensive end to have him in the game. So there's going to be some interesting things, I think, that Steve Kerr does tonight with, with the lineups. But hopefully, I'm, just, I'm hoping that AD comes out, looks healthy, is able to dominate the game in the paint. I'm curious to see what LeBron looks like, though. He did not look right after he uh, turned his foot or whatever. He, he certainly hurt it again, aggravated it. Aggravated it. Yeah. yeah, it's still 25-9-3. Right. He's a cyborg. He's st- he, is, he is still LeBron James. Um, but getting in front of that home crowd, seeing what the Warriors role players will, will probably not be able to do, I think that's going to make the ultimate, ultimate difference. And either one of these teams, I mean, let's just say, either one of these teams matched up against the Nuggets the way the Nuggets are playing, 
I still don't know about a seven-game series when considering the Nuggets have home court advantage. The Nuggets have been consistent. They can match up with you defensively. They've been a lot better in the playoffs. I, I just feel like for either of these teams with older players trying to climb that Nuggets hill in seven games, I just don't know if it's going to be a possibility. Yeah, you know, I, that's why right now I would probably have the Nuggets favored to come out of the West, and I think that the that the reasons are obvious. It's it's they're they're cooking right now. They are absolutely cooking so right now, we, and they have altitude. We talked about <laughs> and altitude. You love the, th- the thin air, the thin air. We talked about last year with the Grizzlies having the most potato. Like, the we the reason they were so good in the regular season, um, the fifty six win season, they had so much functional depth, right? It wasn't that they had the best players coming off the bench. You could you could probably give that to the Clippers. They have some of the best players on their bench, but that doesn't mean that they have the most functional depth. The Grizzlies had a lot of functional depth. That's why that's the biggest thing the Nuggets you notice. When Jokic leaves the floor, they have enough functional depth to stay afloat. They have enough scoring as well. Aaron Gordon can fill it up at times. Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown had 25. <laughs> In Game Five of that 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 series against the Suns, KCP has his moments. I've liked Christian Brown and what he's had. They have, in my opinion, left in the Western Conference. They have the most functional depth, and that's why they have been able to continue uh, their their winning ways into the playoffs. Right. I mean, and that's also though what the Lakers did at the deadline. They looked at their team and they said, "We have no depth here. We have the two guys. We've got LeBron. We've got AD. How do we fix the three through seven, the three through eight guys?" And as we've seen throughout the playoffs, that three through eight for them has been very, very good. Yep. It seems like that they have a next man up mentality, and that's what you want from your playoff team. You want every single night to to have the potential for a role player to have a night because you know that your guys are going to show up. LeBron and AD in big games so far this playoffs has showed AD's been bad in like the in between games, but in the big ones he's been there. So you hope that you get performances from them tonight, and then an Austin Reeves game, maybe a Rui game, maybe a Malik Beasley game. Vando's had one. You got to yep. have one of those guys step up. I am, I am intrigued in a massive way by a potential AD Jokic matchup in the I, Western Conference. Finals. I am too, because AD that got him be, the first time. It would be unbelievable. Yes, he did. But the way Jokic is playing, like if you just go through ten games, I believe in the playoffs at this point. If you go through and just look at his statistics through these playoffs, he has been unstoppable. Unstoppable. 32, 10, and 12. 29, 13, and 12. 53, 4, and 11. 30, 17, and 17. 39, 16, and 5. Just because he has a triple-double one night does not mean he's not going to replicate the same thing the next night. He had a triple-double, 30, 17, and 17, followed it up with a 53-point performance and a loss. He has been the best player in these playoffs. And Devin Booker had that, had that for me for a while. But AD, I do think... In the end of the day, can do things to bother him where he has not been bothered before in, in, in this playoff run. Um, AD, as much as I do get a little annoyed by some of the injuries, he falls on the floor a lot, and he's not as consistent as he should be as a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Fame player. His defensive skill set is, in my opinion, I mean. We talk about Jaron Jackson, Jr., Defense Player of the Year this year. It's nearly one of one. What he's done on the perimeter, what he did in Steph in the closing moments of Game 4, what he is he is insane as far as his skill set is concerned on that. And he can block shots. He can go out to the perimeter. He's really switchable. He can diagnose things. AD versus Jokic would be one of the more 
fun matchups we will see in these playoffs. Absolutely. It's and it's all going to come down to the physicality of that matchup because Jokic is going to want to get physical. He's going to put his body into AD. And can AD withstand that for an entire series? That's going to be interesting to watch because, like I said, in the bubble, AD got him. But Jokic was – that was three years ago. Yes. Jokic has improved, which is crazy to yes. think about. And he controls the game in a way I don't think he was ready to back then. The role players are also better, a yeah. lot better than they were back then. And they were an AD buzzer beater That is what it took to beat that Nuggets team back then. So that this is that's why that's another reason I want the Warriors just to go. Away. Have, it's so much more fun if it's the Lakers versus the Nuggets. I have it's the, so much more. There's fun. sort of a debate here that I that I have. Is it better to when you're playing Jokic limit the points he gets at the rim or limit him getting everybody else open and assisting? I feel like the the, the way you stop him is trying to get into those passing lanes and make yes. sure you cut off the cut. Make sure cutters are not playing a, playing a factor. If he's not able to spread the ball around, that Nuggets offense usually struggles. Absolutely. I mean, they lost the game. He scored 53. Yeah. You know, right. It's let Jokic cook. But he still had 11 assists that night. I know, but the point is, like, you've got to make it difficult for everybody else. If Jokic is going to get, he's going to do his thing. You're not going to be able to stop Jokic. No one has been able to. You're not going to figure it out in the playoffs magically. So disrupt the passing lanes, disrupt the other guys as much as you can. That's what you have to do. It's essentially what what the uh, Nuggets did to the Suns. They said, You're trying okay. to make him a scorer. Right. right. They were like, we're not right. going to be able to really stop Booker and, and KD. Let's make sure not a single other person on this court can score. That's what you got to do sometimes in the playoffs. But the problem you run into is Jokic, if you allow him to to be he'll dominant around the rim, he will be dominant around the rim. He'll, he'll put up 40. He'll put up 50 on you, as he has in these playoffs. So he's just – he is a – I don't know if there's a single formula – to stopping what he can he can do, but AD and him that matchup. I'm looking. I hope I hope we get it. I'm praying for it because I think that will be that will be fantastic entertainment and fantastic TV. Now let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we're gonna hop into small talk right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is presented by the Memphis Touchdown Club. Two more speaking engagements you can get to in their speaker series over at Hilton Memphis. One will be May 15th. That will be Todd Haley, coach of the Showboats. And then May 22nd, Greg McElroy for tickets and information. Very simple. Go to Memphis Touchdown Club. Dot com. That's Memphis TD Club. Dot com. Um, I wanted to bring this up heavier yesterday, um, but the CNN town hall with Trump and Caitlin Collins was a uh, how do I put it? Uh, spectacle. A spectacle. It was presidential forum meets Jerry Springer. Is that's the best way I can explain it. I have to say, CNN and their response to airing all that out, a lot of trash talk on a, a sexual assault victim um, that, that Trump has been, uh, he's been fined $5 million for, and just complete nonsense. I mean, there was just, if you were fact-checking it, you would have been overloaded. But seeing CNN sort of respond to it and Anderson Cooper talk about, well, if you want the truth, you... You have to sometimes talk to people you, you, you may not appreciate as much. CNN, at the end of the day, that was just pure entertainment is why they put that on there. They will be castigated and yelled at and, and put through the fire for this, and they should be. 
but then they're going to respond behind closed doors by asking each other, well, damn, look at these ratings. How cool were these ratings to have? And I have to say, poor Caitlin Collins, going into the, the abyss, I mean, go, walking through the valley of the shadow of death, everybody, everybody was there. I mean, there was a, a, a room full of Trump supporters in New Hampshire, and she's trying to grill him on everything. That, that, it was never a good situation for Caitlin Collins to go into. No, I think the what's so disappointing about the whole situation, it's not surprising, which is one of the things that's yep. disappointing. But otherwise, you know, it's so transparent what they were doing. It's pure entertainment. It's pure entertainment. It was purely for the ratings. Anderson Cooper, shove that excuse somewhere, dude, yeah. because you can say that. It doesn't mean you have to broadcast it to millions of no. people. Like, that's such a ridiculous excuse as to why it happened. You know it's, behind yeah, closed doors they're Just, lauding the ratings they I would have rather him the, been like, I, w- I would have rather him come out and been like, all right, you all want the truth? It's it's ratings. We need yeah, it for the course. ratings. If no he had, I, at least I had some respect for the truth there. But trying to act like, well, you know, to get all sides of a story, it's like we, there was just a trial. Trying to find valuable news in this day and age, it's tough. A source. It's so tough, man. It's so tough. Like everybody knows that, but I, that was a ridiculous spectacle, and that's what it was. It had nothing to do with trying to get truth. There was no truth about it. It was strictly. It was strictly for entertainment purposes, and I it just it, <laughs> Caitlin Collins. You wonder did she uh, did she volunteer to do that? I'm not sure. I wonder. Or do you think they just sort of forced her out there? I don't know. I wonder if there were people before her who denied that job, and she had to. I mean, good lord, she she should get paid extra for what she had to go through. My God. That I was, mean, the way you described it, it was a losing the, battle. It was, You're going into a like a losing battle. I, they may have. They may as well called it the tribute to Jerry Springer. <laughs> it was they, so bad. They may, may have like. It was very disappointing. Yeah, it was, it's very disappointing, but I. Not surprising though. Sometimes you have to laugh through the pain. That's what I found myself doing, to a certain extent. I was. I was. I was angry. I was angry in the moment, but the, the Caitlin Collins part of this thing kind of makes me laugh. That poor. That poor woman <laughs> putting herself in the line of fire like that. That was. She needs. She needs extra money. She needs. Uh, you remember the Mark Ruffalo, or not Mark Ruffalo, the Mark Wahlberg scene in uh, what, what's the Eagles movie he's in, um, Invincible or something like that? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. running and he just gets blindsided. Yes, that's, that's what. That's, it, yeah. again, that's Caitlin Collins. That's what it looked like. Yes. Um, also, of news of of uh, news of note today, new CEO at Twitter. Did you see this news? Yeah, I did. We have uh, uh, Linda Yacarino. She's she's the executive chair of the World Economic Forum. She's also been the head of advertising for NBC Universal, and what she plans to do is bring a lot more ads to uh, ads to the space there on Twitter. Great, yeah, great. That's not going to make it more annoying or anything. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I have no strong take on. Uh, here's my take on, on Linda Yaccarino, but I will say here's my take on Twitter. It's been tanked. Elon has tanked it, and he's made yeah. it. He's made it worse consistently. And he talked about how he wanted truth and. Uh, every, everything to come to the surface and people not to be uh, not to be muted. Yet we just continue to put out fake, more fake and fake entertainment news on the on the uh, platform. I mean, the fact that he, I think it was a couple days ago, he announced that Tucker Carlson is going to have a, his own Twitter show. It's just uh, Elon has Elon has put it in the tubes in a lot of ways. Yeah, one thing I'll say to that is. Bring on the ads because we were the generation that grew up with commercials. So that's why, like, YouTube's never going to break me. I don't care. No, I, you, I, you I can, can figure you, it out. Yeah, I can navigate YouTube, it. you're never going to break me. You can keep adding 30-second ads, minute ads without being able to skip. 
You're not getting me. I, I can navigate through Twitter. With, Good luck with ads. Um, I was pre DVR. <laughs> Do you have you had a DVR for some of your childhood, right? Yeah, it was yeah. like, and I remember it was a big deal when. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I think I was like eleven. Remember or TiVo? 12? I did. We didn't have TiVo. We had the next. We had T- the, TiVo the next was kind of were, were they were they the Trailblazers? I think so. I, I mean, I was also young and dumb. So where I don't know. where it was built in, like you're you're right. recording and you could rewind and do everything Wasn't it like, like we a have different now. Different box though. Wasn't yeah, it was like a different a, box, a but it was like TV. it was yeah. built into your cable subscription. Yeah. TiVo. That was they were the first to really do that, if I remember right. Yeah, I could be wrong. It's, Somebody they, may need to fact check me. Like you know how Skype dropped the ball so much about how they lost out to Zoom. It's like TiVo. You had it. How'd you lose it? You had it. You had the people. Yeah. And he's got taken out. Because I guess Well, because I never used TiVo, so I can't really speak <laughs> on it, but I wonder how good their actual cable well, subscription and everything else was. I guess was. what happened was that cable services started including DVR. Yes, yes. Like right now, like now, uh, Xfinity, I can shout rewind. Out. Shout out. Shout out, Xfinity. I can record. I can rewind. I can do whatever I want on any channel. So back in your day, baby. Maybe some people just sort of got the same. I mean, that's what usually happens. They adopted the same thought process, but they have better packages, and, and, and it, it's more user friendly. That's how it works. But yeah, shout out Xfinity. Shout out, shout out, my people at Xfinity. Now, still plenty to come on the Gabe Coon Show. Um, we're gonna have the Blitz around six thirty, and in the Blitz, I'll get to my schedule release takeaways. Um, we'll get to Mark Jackson and his MVP voting. There was a there was a prominent player. There was a prominent player left off, and also some news that that was missed by a lot of people yesterday, and uh, we'll probably talk about it on the other side. But Colorado DB Tyron Taylor committed to Memphis yesterday. There's two two guys from the the ouster there with Prime at Colorado, Tyron Taylor and Austin Smith, that have committed to the University of Memphis. But coming up next, we're going to bring on Adam Rittenberg. We'll talk about Prime, and we'll talk about the happenings going on in college football. That's next right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.